Things are different today. Mm-hmm. Things are very different. This is another up-leveling of the podcast, let's call it that. So both our boom arms came and the other tripod came. The next day. The next um, day, I think, yeah. after we recorded, On right? Thursday, yeah. So now I feel like we've basically got the full pro set up. The, the, the boom arms also came with a, a pop filter. So that's that like fabric thing that goes over the top of the microphone that stops the- you from hitting those p- 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 like that horrible p- sound. But we don't have them. Why? Well, I, I assume obviously for for podcast sake where you've got either co-hosts or a guest or something, it's just going to block the the look, the face, block you from being able to see. But each what other. about the listeners? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're watching though, you're not really. You're just going to see a giant black screen in front of people's faces. Yeah, but it's going to sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. These yeah. presets on the microphones here hopefully correct that a little bit. Mm. So anyway, we've got boom arms now, which is really, really fun, really nice. Mm-hmm. So we can adjust the microphone obviously as as we go. As I'm, we I'm not gonna touch mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just come forward Just gonna and leave it. it. And because the microphones are up so much closer now, we don't have to talk so loud. I feel like I don't have to project as much. You don't have to tell me to project as much. Yeah, because the, the microphone's actually right here. Yeah, like, can you talk louder? I'm like, I don't want to talk louder. I don't want to yell. <laughs> and I think because before, because the microphone was in between us in the middle, it wasn't up to the yeah, face. Yeah, and we were closer. We we're on like these, this end. Yeah. So oh, now so we've rotated like, the table. Oh, yeah, I wasn't talking about that part yet though. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just just let me finish for a sec. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but before, because it wasn't up to my mouth, I felt like I had to talk louder. Yeah, right. To get the audio into the microphone, which is stupid. But yeah. I think that was probably not making that adjustment was the reason – for in the last episode, we had the two microphones sitting on the table in front of us mm. because it still wasn't up to my mouth. I'm I'm still projecting to the microphone, and then I think your audio is picking up my audio every yeah. now and then, and yeah. that was why there was that annoying shitty echo at some points, which you took forever to two hours iron out. In it the took last two episode. hours because it takes double the time because you have to go through it again, and then like by the time you go through every space, like if you're talking, I had to mute me. And every time I was talking, I had to mute you because you're in the background. So that was tedious and I'm never doing that again. Yeah, that sounds horrible. But we've, we've gone back to voice meeting now and we've done a bajillion voice and sound checks before we've started recording this morning. So it should not be it should not there be. There really an shouldn't issue. be an issue. So both audios are now playing into the one computer and they should both be mixed and that there won't be an echo. The only the only issue we might come across is if the audio levels stuff up for some reason. So I'm just gonna have to keep an eye on the computer to my my right here. Yeah. And just continue to make sure that there's a consistency across the audios, which currently it seems pretty good. Wonderful. So, so I, th- I think we're good. Uh, yes, we have flipped the table, as what mm-hmm. you were, yeah, what, what you said before. So that so there's just a bit more distance between us. It's just we're too close all the I time. Know. it's like oh my god, 24 hours with my husband. It's like ah. Oh. And then when we sit here and record, it's, like, it's like we're just so close. So close. It's like just get away. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think I kind of like it. Yeah. I do. I don't know. For some reason, it makes it, it makes feels feel like, like it's like- less cluttered. I actually think there's. Less less stuff in the middle, like there's space for like thought to process, and do you know <laughs> what I mean? I might, it might actually be nicer to con- converse. It could be. It never really bothered me all that much. You 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 pick up a lot. I'm sensitive. Like stuff. I've got a real. I'm sensitive when it comes to yeah to the things around me, like uh, to space, I guess, or to yeah. If it's too cluttered, if things are too cluttered, I get overwhelmed, and I don't really know what to do because everything's like ah looming and yeah. That's how I feel. I understand. I do get that to an extent. I guess my threshold for that is significantly higher than yours is. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's just different. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. But I'm, I'm just as happy with this as I was with it before. But if you feel better about it, then fantastic. I'm also on my um, on my uh, bouncy ball. Yeah, you're back off the, uh, the high-pitched <laughs> chair. Now you yeah. can swivel around. Yeah, a little bit. But I'm that. like on a pillow because it's like I would be really low. So I'm on a pillow. Uh, then it's the exercise ball, and then it's another pillow. <laughs> oh, is it? So, oh, because so I've got both of them. Yes, yeah, because the exercise ball will, uh, squeaks on the yeah, hard floor. Yeah, yeah, and it gives me a bit more height. I'm also sorry if um, the breathing kind of comes through. The <laughs> <laughs> I've dropped the input gain, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully, breathing sounds don't. But I'm just gonna apologize because that's like I can't hear myself, so. Well, but I, I will to try to breathe. On. I'll try to move away as I do my in-between breaths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. Well, what we, we're actually looking to change up the podcast sort of structure itself as content, well now, yeah. right? The way we deliver the content because 
what we sort of found was we were getting really excited, obviously, every single time to sit down and record and have a conversation about what we're going through because it's, you know, it's nice. But we got, it got to a point where it was sort of just becoming more of a, a journal, like a, a vlog type thing. And it was didn't we didn't feel like there was anything particularly interesting that we were actually sharing or providing as far as content was concerned. I mean, it's good for us if the aim is to create content that we can then reflect upon later and go, oh, remember when we were going through that? Yeah. It's good for that. But if you're listening, perhaps, why why the heck else would you why would you be listening you to listen yeah. just a couple of people that are going through a process either that has no relation to you whatsoever or that you're going through yourself? Perhaps the the best thing you could get out of it is maybe oh, look, someone else is going through what I'm going through all the time. Maybe there's a perhaps a bit of companionship it can feel like, but I feel as though we can provide something of a little bit more, we can do more, I think, than some, something that's just yeah, I was kind of getting bored. I was getting bored just sitting here. Like I just don't think this is interesting enough for people because I've been listening to podcasts and I listen for a certain reason and I want to know why people would listen to our um, process and what they can actually get out of it because yeah. we have a lot to share but are we sharing the valuable stuff or are we just are we just waffling waffling and logging just because and i don't think we've really checked in on that anyway so i'm glad that we kind of could have that conversation and bring that up and then make some changes yeah and so what we were what we were discussing is well in the process we can we absolutely keep it with that because oh, that's really important no no still talking about the process but, but what about the process what about right? the process and- specifically can help and that's it. So, what what elements of our of the process are we going through as we're trying to sort of navigate the the chaos and the mess that is sort of life and try and get something meaningful and enjoyable out of it, and also set goals and see if we can achieve them, and how can we create content that utilizes all that, mm. and so we can still talk about it in the in a similar kind of manner to what we have been talking about. But instead of just just sort of trying to bring up everything and use everything as content, pick out the main elements that we're currently experiencing that we can relate to that we can actually then discuss in a little bit more depth, just stick to one topic perhaps. Yeah. Stick to that one topic and talk about that in a little bit more detail with as it pertains to the current situation, our current process, what we're going through. Mm. So that that way we can actually title the episode that particular thing. And then if you're going through episodes, you can see uh, fear of success, fear of failure, uh, navigating clients, um, selling, like like something about sales, right? And it's not not that we're professionals at any of it because we're absolutely not, but that is the thing that perhaps at this point that we are currently grappling with or that we're experiencing. And then so we can have a conversation about that as – as plebs with no idea, but talking about what, where, how we're navigating, how we're getting through it, as as we're experiencing it. Well, our process, yeah. Because we're not professionals, and many people aren't professionals, right? You people become- listen to podcasts. People listen to professionals so that they can, you know, try and figure out for themselves. So like, why would they the- listen to us, honey? <laughs> well, perhaps they're listening to us because we might have resources. We might hear things. We might listen to things. Mm-hmm. We might actually be more informed about certain things as well because of our past experience. So it's just it's it's still as well. Is- it's also reminders as well. Like usually when we discuss things like particular topics, the they reminders come back from the past, being like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I probably should do that more. And then it could be a reminder as well for um, our listeners as well. So like I did know that, but thanks for reminding me. I'm gonna like try again or. What for whatever yeah. reason, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, I also <clears throat> think as well the it's implementation too. So as we're mm-hmm. learning things, as we're discussing things, as we're coming across, you know, maybe we're listening to other people talk, and then we come and we talk about what we've heard, what we've learned, and now, and, um, and now how we're implementing it, and what we're actually doing, so that it's it's also a kind of practical application, perhaps, of the information too. Mm-hmm. So that we're not just talking in abstracts; we're talking, we're sharing our actual reality as it's unfolding. Beautiful. And perhaps providing somewhat of a an example for that, mm. for that going forward with mm. it. And it's not necessarily to say you should do. We're recommending that you should do it our way. Absolutely not. But it's just a way of going about it or approaching uh, your goals, life. Perhaps do you like our philosophy? Perhaps you like our approach. Mm. And this is just us sharing that. I think so. But yeah. Anyway, so that's sort of some of the adjustments we're looking at making. So those episodes now are going to vary in length, where before. We were probably we were trying to stick to around an hour. So whether that be in the middle of a conversation, we'd almost have to cut it off because an hour has been reached, yeah. um, or we, we finished really about thirty-five minutes in, and then we're stretching it, stretching <laughs> it out to an hour, trying to figure out how to fill that last twenty-five minutes. 
Now, we're not going to have that sort of, we're not going to place that time pressure on it. If we're going to pick a topic and stick to it, then that conversation could go for 20 minutes. It could go for 30 minutes. It could go for an hour. It could go for an hour and 20. So we're just going to let the conversation be what it needs to be, but we're going to try and just stick to one topic at a time. And then obviously, you know, if other major things sort of come up that are worth worth sharing as they relate to the process, like what we're talking about, whether it's, you know, we've been, we've been sharing about the pregnancy and, and sharing about moving and just our sort of our situation, our circumstance, you know, they come up as little, little side notes, uh, but we stick to one thing. We'll see how we go. So, like at the moment, that's the plan, but yeah. it is subject to change as yeah. this again, once again, changes has changed. That's it. It can it continues to, and maybe with the new aesthetic, with the new the new look, uh, you know, maybe we'll feel a little bit more rejuvenated. And I, I love. <laughs> I've been so excited about these boom arms. I, I tell I you, we've all heard. I think I I've, heard, I've feels- heard about triple triple the time that our listeners have have we heard it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I can't tell you how happy I was that they arrived. Yeah. Oh, I can't tell you how happy I was. He's <laughs> like, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, yeah. I got I got home from work at like nine o'clock, and they're like, yes, yeah. I've pulled these straight out, and I've been like sitting at the desk every you night can't. when I get home from work, and I pull the microphone in front of me, and I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm recording. It's <laughs> such a dag. Yeah, pretty much. So, but anyway, that's uh, that's the end of this episode. We're going to put this. <laughs> No, no, no. We, we spent that time, that update on where we're at, where the podcast is at, where we're looking at going yeah. from this point, just changing a few things up. Now, what we were going to talk about today is, I think I touched on it in the last episode, but I didn't go into detail because we talked about the bulk of the last episode was sharing about something else. And then I sort of touched on, I'm looking at perhaps advertising on social media for my service. And I'm quite nervous about doing that, not because I don't believe in what I have or that it can that, that you know, it will do well or, you know, is it going to do well? Is it going to crash and burn? I don't think it will. I, I think my biggest fear is that I'm not equipped to deal with the success if I'm met with success doing it. I can put it out there and I can get no response. Okay, that, that's all right. No worries. I'm sort of still got the momentum going from work. I've still got clientele from elsewhere. So, it doesn't hurt. doesn't hurt my feelings or anything too much. But too much. What? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit <laughs> kind of that rejection, you know. <laughs> but am I equipped for if I get three, four, five people that respond and say, "Yeah, I'm really, I'm really interested." So I wanted to talk about that fear of success because it's a strange one. Because I feel like, for at least for me, most of the time growing up, it was the fear of failure that was the most common one. Like mm-hmm. there was never this fear of success. It's like, of course you want to succeed. Of course you want to succeed. It's why wouldn't you? Why would you be afraid to? You know, it's what you aspire to. You aspire Everyone to success. Everyone should aspire to it, yeah. Whatever whatever success even means. It's such a vague concept, yeah. success. It means something different in not not only to every person, but to every endeavor that you put yourself towards. Mm-hmm. Success for a football player is going to look different to success for an author. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a whole bunch of different things that come under the category or the umbrella term of success. And, you know, obviously it, when you're growing up and you're thinking about oh, when I'm older, I, will, I can't wait, I'm going to be really successful. It's like, what does that, what does that actually look like? What does that mean? And so the idea of being afraid of that, it's, it's something that never really crossed my mind. And now I've actually got something that I really believe in. I'm almost afraid of letting it go in case, it, in case I, I can't keep up with it kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Classic. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying, I don't want this to sound like I'm being really cocky or really arrogant no. about it because it's it's not it's not that I believe it's the it's the panacea for people's lives and it's just the best product in the world. I mean, maybe I do believe that because <laughs> <You're> <laughs> it's sure. my product. It's, it's my baby. Product. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I, so today I wanted to talk about that fear of success because I know you can relate to it, especially mm-hmm. uh, because you've you've felt that a lot more than I have. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think a. a Big um, difference between us is you've got this fear of failure. I've got the fear of success. Usually, yes, usually, usually that's how it was. And that's why I was so afraid for things to actually happen. That's why nothing happened. And I hope that you can take that as a um, as a note and note it down. The more you f- the more you actually Me. feed that. Yeah, mm. the more you actually feed that. <laughs> it's writing it down. Um, the more you feel that fear, the more you feed it, the more you try to force and focus on it, the least, the, the, the less successful you will be. Because, I mean, right now I, I, 
feel like a complete failure and it hurts. So it was like, which is really weird because I thought that by focusing on the success and focusing on where I wanted it to go and what it could be was the was the aim. And you do need to think about it. Absolutely. You gotta think about where you would like well, where's this going? Where's this going? Yeah. You gotta plan ahead. You gotta see, you gotta know that what you've got is valuable and worth um, someone else's time, worth worth it for someone else in their lives. So um for me it was it was a really unusual experience to have actually admit to myself that I'd failed but it was also a relief in the same time because what, it took, what do you mean when you say when you said you failed so with, with what with the work that I was doing so right. the art the, the tarot readings the spiritual readings how do all you of that. how do you determine it was a failure how, how, how do you determine that those so, – that a failure is just yep. as abstract a concept as success is, Totally, right? yeah, that's so right. So how, how did you determine for yourself that you were a failure or that you had failed? Um, well, I put it out there. So success for me in terms of that work was money, to, have, to get an income and to create a community of like-minded people or of, of, um, of my, my people kind of thing. That makes sense. And so – that was that because I was so focused on the money. I was so focused on building that community, and it was so huge. It was bigger than it was. It's just it was just too big for me, really. Your aspirations, my aspirations for that work and for what I wanted and for the dreams that I saw, and not even that I saw. I actually created them because we get so hyped up, we get so excited, and you ride that wave, you ride it so high, and. I think I noticed that everything that I was doing was like it was just not with the right energy. It was with the right intention. Of course, that for me, I'm like, yeah, I would love to earn some money from the work that I do, from the work that I love doing. But it wasn't a, it wasn't grounded. I wasn't in my body. I was. I wasn't grounded. I wasn't listening to feedback. I wasn't as much as it probably sounded like I was. The feedback for myself, my mind, my my body. I wasn't listening to my body saying this is in the wrong direction. You're not focusing on the right things, and because so that was my um, my meter for success: the, the the people, the community, and the money. When I realized that I didn't have that, and it, I was just getting really, really tired, and I, I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. It's just something I I, I failed, and that's okay. I I, I actually it was a relief. Because I was putting so much pressure on myself in in the wrong area. So we, that makes sense. How does that relate to your fear of success? Because um, you can bash yourself about failing according to your own standards and expectations. Yeah. But as it relates to a fear of success, what? Well, was, okay. Was that so an element that led to your it was, it was consistent. So it's like I wanted it, but I was terrified that it would go too big. So right. it was so you, that you were too scared to do what it takes to what be it successful. What it really you were afraid of what that meant. So I was doing all the work, but only in my own little hermit cave. I wasn't actually I wasn't putting myself I was terrified to promote properly. I was terrified to um, study with the right people, the people that I actually wanted to mentor me. I was terrified to do all of that. And those were the little things that were happening in between that um in the, during that process. So it's like I wanted it all. But I didn't want to kind of do what it took fully to do it because I was terrified that if it worked, and I think I've spoken about it actually, I was terrified that if it worked, then I I don't know if, if I could actually uphold it yeah. to actually maintain it. And that's that's the whole that's the whole part of when you start your own thing when you care about what you do. The biggest fear is, am I actually going to be able to? Um, to keep this alive. I think when you believe in it so much as well, yeah, keep it alive. It, it becomes such a responsibility that you. it almost becomes like a burden. Like, what if I'm not good enough? I'm I know how great enough. this is. What if I fail in delivering the, the greatness that I know this to be? Yeah. I know that this is. That's that's something for me that's really I have to overcome at this point in time. It's, go, it's going, I believe in this product. I know how successful it will be. One of the guys that I've worked with is going next month to- uh, like the Middle East, or well, not the Middle East? He's got, where's he going? He's going to to Saudi Arabia, Dubai, and Turkey. 
So he's going there like a month. He's doing a trip there. And then when he gets back, he's planning on going to Europe. Is that because of your spreadsheet? Because I've helped him save because I've given him the tools to effectively manage his money so that he can save. And he's able to actually go on these trips now so that, that he's really wanted to. So that's right? a success, honey. That is a success. So I'm just saying that's an example. There's another guy that's that's buy that's able to buy tech that he's really wanted and he's able to maximize money available for investing. And there was another guy that's able to move house. You know, it's it's like there's a lot of these success stories that I'm that I'm working with that has I've played the why my service has been instrumental in creating that for them. And so I know I know that this can this can do that for people. I know that this, this has done it for us. I was right. going to say, isn't that it can, so, it, it has, and it is, and it continues to. That's right. And so, well, I, I, as, I, as I expand, perhaps, the, the scope of potential clients, as I, as, as I cast the net wider, now what happens if I get all of a sudden get a lot more people? Because if I go into a, a Facebook community group, mm-hmm. if I go into a Facebook community group that's got maybe 1,000, 2,000 members, right, that's a whole lot more people than 20 people in my department in the warehouse, right? So if if I've worked with nine out of twenty people, right? That's nearly nearly half of them. You know what happens if I'm not saying I'm going to cast it out there and get a thousand people that are going to come <laughs> back, or even five hundred. You but might. What? But go on. Might yep. right? But what what happens even if I get twenty? Even mm-hmm. if I get another twenty people, and that's twenty paid people as well, right? So that for me is it's it's quite intimidating because I, I I look at my schedule, I look at where I'm at, and say okay, I'm going to have to give myself a whole I'm gonna to have to dedicate myself a whole lot more to to this right and it's what I want to do mm. absolutely it's what I want to do but there's still an element there of am I am I capable of delivering this to the fullest of its potential why would you not have why would it not be its full potential for the paying clients and um, but it is its full potential for the unpaid clients and I guess you're probably now angling towards me being afraid of asking or me being afraid of charging. Because I think that's service. the only diff- the only difference. Well, I mean, because yeah. the success isn't the success of the clients and how they have actually improved their lives because of your service. That's obviously not the success. You're still you've got this old. Um, I say old because we both had it. This fear of money, this the relationship with money. It's and it's are we worth it? Are we worth our our service? Are we definitely? Worth- yeah, that's, that's the only difference there. is that. So it's got absolutely nothing to do with the what how bigger the success is for the paying clients. I think, I think it's the money. It's it's raising when money's involved, the stakes are raised, right? So while it's free, while they haven't paid anything, they haven't given anything, they shouted me a coffee when we went to the cafe for the initial session. Yeah, but besides that, what's a coffee, right? Well, that I mean, that's it, a lot for you. It, it, yeah, well, I love a coffee. But <laughs> <laughs> but if I give them, provide them with a service, provide them with a product and they're not all that happy with it, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened that they haven't been unhappy with it. Doesn't that matter. That, yeah, go, sorry. Go. But there's there's nothing at stake for them. Just stop using it. Just If it doesn't work for you, just don't worry about they it. They could also badmouth it. That's another thing that they could yeah, do. Yeah, but what my point I is though yeah. that they, they haven't outlaid anything, right? They haven't had to give up anything in order to do this because I've done it for them for free. But if I have a paid client, well, they've they've given me, they've paid for the service and I have to get used to me providing a service that's mine that then someone else is paying for. And that is that is kind of intimidating for me at this point. Is but it the price? Is it the price that you've no, laid it down? No, 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 because I know the price. I know I know that it's worth that. Because I'm just thinking just like general. if it was like 50 bucks, right? If, if that's what you – if you lowered it to 50 bucks, it's still money. It is, but it's not enough, right? It's kind I of I know it's not enough, but that's not my point. So, my for point- me, it's like it, it's, I'm either going to charge what I feel like it's worth at this point and what I feel I can do mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, or I'm not going to charge anything at all. Why? Why? Why bother? Right? Why do that? The only the only thing I would potentially do, and I mean, this could even be linked. This could even be walking me, baby stepping me towards being fully comfortable with with the service. Mm-hmm. Is potentially do like a just to get the ball rolling. Maybe half price for the first five five messages, like. First investor rest, you can but get a why, half price. Why half price? Why don't you just make it the half price? Why don't you just if if it's too Because I think that way you, when you say half price and you do it for that, right? It's yeah. people know, okay, that this is half price. And the, the greater pe- the, the greater pool of people that you've cast the net out towards are aware that this is a price 
right? But this is only half price. So when I work with the first five people, then it goes back to full price and they know that, that it's going to go back to full price. It also creates a sense of urgency too, I guess, mm-hmm. the idea that this is a significant discount and it's not going to last forever. So it, it creates that idea of, oh, oh I've got to get in. I've got to get in before I, I potentially miss out. Yeah, so that for, for those sorts of reasons, that's why, you know, as opposed to if I just stuck it at the half price and the half price was the actual, you know, full price of the product, then, and then, you know, two weeks later, I upped, I doubled it, right? People are like, what the, what the fuck? No, I that's, get it, That's yeah. insane, you know? Oh, it, you want people you know, with that kind of stuff. But, oh, um, no, but it, it yeah. will be such a significant rise, mm-hmm. right? So, if you just straight off the bat go, this is, this is a half price sale that I'm offering to a limited amount of people based on a first in best rest, mm-hmm. you know, serving. Totally. Then, uh, to me, that I, I'm more comfortable with that kind of thing and perhaps it's, I'm more comfortable with it because- to, to go from nothing to then full price. Not, it's not that, not that I don't want that because of course I want that. Who, who wouldn't want that if they're selling a product, right? <laughs> I'm getting what I've, I believe this is worth at this point in time. Yeah. Uh, but half price perhaps, perhaps just to have the experience of a proper monetary exchange for my service, maybe it is a good baby step to, to get me into that mm-hmm. comfort, get I, the confidence up. Because I only ask because I had very – I know the value. I knew the value of my work and what I was able to do for people. And that price and cost, no one paid it. And which didn't mean that it wasn't worth that. It just meant that I maybe needed to practice more. That I only asked because you've halved your value. It's not about the cost and it's not about the other person. It's about you. Obviously, that's what it comes down to. You've halved your value for for clients as a baby step and you shouldn't have to have your value of your service does that make sense yeah so yeah. instead of if if the the number is too great then lower it to something that you actually feel comfortable working for and build to that don't have your value that half price, it's it. I don't think that it's it does. I feel like it's coming from a place of fear. It's not yeah. come obviously because it's what it we're is. talking about. Yeah. It's not coming from a place of I want to give, and I want to give an opportunity this opportunity to more people. That's what you do when you discount. You're like I want more people to buy my service, but for those that can't afford the full price, and because you've you know the people that would pay that much, so lower lower the price just for now. Obviously because you're just beginning. Don't put such a huge number on it because if pe- if you're terrified to ask for money and you know it's really difficult to ha- to have you know it, it is difficult for you to have that conversation about money and it's this exchange it's like uh, the stakes are high it's like it it's not really that high it's just money like you mm. always say money is just numbers it's not really anything so bringing all of that like the philosophy that you even like just looking at your spreadsheet. Like they're just numbers. It's your value as well, but don't have your value to begin with. Give them a full service. Give them your full value, but for the price that you're comfortable with, because mm. you're obviously not comfortable with it. Not well, at this I point, because you're going I thought from. I was. You thought, yeah, I know. I thought I was, and even with this commission, I thought I was. But I'm like, every time I look at it, I don't think that's that's it's worth that much, only because of where I where I was. And what I went through and all of that. And I actually feel like I want to have it. Not because I don't believe it, it's, that's its value, but because um, I, I'm i terrified to actually receive that. I mean, obviously I'm terrified. It's, it's on my end as well. I'm terrified to receive that money because I don't believe it's worth that much. And it's not because it's not good. It's not anything. For where I was at, realistically, I feel more comfortable if I – like bring it down from 1100 to 600. But having said that, right, so many so many fears that we have surrounding our situation yeah. going forward, so many of them are irrational and they're to yeah. do with stepping outside of our comfort zone. I've never done something like this before and that's why I'm afraid of it because I don't know what the outcome is going to be. And when I don't know what the outcome is going to be, I don't feel like I have any control over it. Totally. Right? Because you, you can't predict something. But you also you can't have, no have control over everything either. That, that's right. So the, the point that I'm making mm-hmm. now is that, 
just because I don't know what the outcome is going to be does not mean that it should prohibit me from putting myself out there in the way that I was going to. No, it and doesn't. So, and so I perhaps is me dropping the price because I haven't done this before because I'm dipping my toes and because I'm afraid or I don't know what the outcome is going to be. So there's a fear there. Should I listen to that fear and drop the price, or should I should I say no? This fear is trying to keep me you know bubble wrapped and 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 keep me safe and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, should I, should I, so then should I say, no, stuff you, I'm going to, I'm just going to go through it and push myself into that new environment, into that new space and probably realize, hey, this ain't so bad after all, this ain't so scary after all. And if I had have listened to that fear, then I would have significantly discounted what I believe this is to be Mm -hmm. and ended up in the same place anyway with half half the price of what I could have been getting for this, which I believed it to be worth in the beginning. Yeah. So is it should I am I allowing an irrational fear to dictate how I go about the next step? Or should I ignore that fear or see that the fear is there and say, okay, I need to move in this direction. Because I see a barrier, I see a barrier to to some new different thing on the other side, I know I need to break through that barrier. Okay. And so I need to, you know, shove that out the side, break through it and get to the other side. And so, by doing that, by you know, bringing that to reality here is by charging the full amount and just putting it out there, going, just going through it and just, just putting it out there and ignoring it, right? Because- So, what do you want to do? Because I can't answer that question. Only you can answer what, that. What, okay, and just quickly how I'm relating that then to your Not situation sure. here, right? It's the, same, it's the same thing for you, right? Why would you drop it? If you feel like it's actually worth that, it, it's the same thing for you. But it's I don't a, know. I don't, I don't really- fear of it not being it being enough. You say you know that it's worth that much, but for what? some reason you feel as though you feel more comfortable discounting it, right? It sounds like it's the same thing for you here as well. Yeah, but I think from the beginning I knew that it was too much. From the beginning I knew, and I know I'll say like, oh, yeah, it could be, but I've never charged that much for a piece. So is, is it fear? That is is it the same thing. You've never charged that much. You're yeah. in new territory. Mm. And is there a fear associated with that that's trying to then get in your ear and convince you that you need to drop the price to something you're more comfortable with because you've never done it before? Yeah. Right? This is the same, the same predicament Yeah, I get it. It is the same thing. But I don't know. I, I probably won't ever get that money if I, um, if I keep, you know, and it's like do I just want the money and just get it over with because it's just just killing me. Just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting is it for me to do something about it, or but I don't really want to talk about me because we're talking about well, yours. no, because it's, it's relevant. Right? I guess I get it's, it. It's a different. If it, it's a different story, and perhaps if we can figure out something there, maybe there'll be an answer in it for me. Yeah. So, well, because you asked yourself the question, it's like, um, is it the fear? Because only you know. Do you? Would you? Would you? When you look at it, when you ask yourself that question, is it just the fear that I've got to face and acknowledge and I'm just going to push through anyway and force it and just – because you know that forcing doesn't happen. No, no it's not it's, that kind of force. I get it. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Don't use that word then. Say I'm going well, to overcome. Like pushing my way, like overcoming yeah, the barrier. overcoming sure. the barrier. Yeah. Sure. Because it's that's what that's the only thing. It's like are you, you might not be ready. We're never ready for anything really. I mean sometimes we are. We just take a deep breath and jump. But are we really ready or are we just jumping because we're just like, oh, that's a whole thing. But – what feels like what what does it feel like does it feel like that does it feel like because i wouldn't start with a 50% discount if yeah. you're going to leap into it leap this into is it. my price this yeah. is my value and you stand tall about it yeah okay all right well yeah yeah i like that using just quickly using your example right yeah. because i think i think this is perhaps how i'm doing the working out of my head sure. because i think that does help yeah. maybe it helps because i'm not the one that's associated with it yeah you can so work it and i want to talk about you <laughs> we never want but, to talk about our own stuff so. no we don't but okay so the way i think about it when i look at yours and again it's going to be easier for me because it's not my work it's not my that's client, right. so much right? easier for me to coach so, you <laughs> but it's, it might help though it might help for yeah. me then to, to reach my conclusion with my situation sure. the way i look at it for you is dropping the price means that the, the re- from what you're saying mm-hmm. it makes it sound like you want the money you don't want because that's my success that's my that's my if that's, um, that's my, success, that's my measure of success for that and it's it's okay. It's that's what I mean. To me, to me, then when I sort of listen to it, it's like okay, it was always about the money. It wasn't yep. about actually producing the art, a nice piece of art, because you enjoyed Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, no. And, and so- that's really disgusting of me to actually just admit. It feels gross, but that that's the truth. If I'm going to be realistic about it, my barometer of success when it came to my art was the money. Right. And it's whether it's it doesn't matter. Like, I, I don't care that that's. Well, I do care, but I 
and it's hard to actually take for myself to actually say that, but that's the truth. I have yeah. to be honest with myself. Yeah, totally. That is exactly how. there are The pieces that I have kept for myself are the ones that I made out of just solely because I'm like I still love the pictures that I've made for myself when I was just in the flow and I was just making them. And everyone compliments me on those ones, but I would never give them up, right? So it's the But when I started making the creating the art for the money, it was about the money. Yeah, okay. So right now, my barometer of success when it comes to the comes to that piece is I just want the money. Okay. I don't even care how much anymore at this point. <laughs> I, I don't. You just well, want the transaction sealed. I just need the transaction sealed because that's my barometer. Okay. Well, value doesn't really. You know. Okay, well, that, that that sort of changes changes the angle I was going to come at that with a little bit. But let's just say, sure. okay, let's say Go let's on. say hypothetically, let's say hypothetically, because oh, I think you've created a beautiful piece. I think you've done. Uh, I thought I thought you did a great job, mm-hmm. and I know what went into it, and I don't I don't see what went into it as something negative or that detracts from the outcome. I see it as the as the, I was there behind the scenes mm. for the creative process, and so for me, I, I see I associate that image. With that process and what, and I saw what you poured into it, right? And even if you were doing it for the money, you felt you were doing it for the money at the time. I I saw the learning, I saw the tears, I saw the joys, the wins, and the and the failures with it. I was there for the whole thing. I was there when you started it, and then had to restart it on something else, right? I saw all of that, so I I associate that with that piece, right? And the client might not see it. She's obviously not going to see it. She'll see the finished product, and she'll apply her own interpretation and perception of it, mm-hmm. right? And that's fine. That's that's the way it should be. That's art. It's a subjective experience. Totally, yeah. So I I see all that value, and you've attached a monetary value to that, right? Whether however you came to that conclusion, whatever, right? So if you're if you drop the price of that just to just to get money from it and just to feel like that was that that's that's your success from it well what it to me it says you're, you're discounting the value of the image itself mm-hmm. you're discounting what went into it you're discounting all of the inputs mm-hmm. at the same time and so you're doing an injustice to the actual image itself just so that you can get something for it and i mean maybe maybe you know that's maybe you that's the, the right thing to do maybe it is only worth six hundred dollars you know not not double that mm-hmm. But is that experience that went into it, is everything that went into it being you know, uh, worthy of that kind of discount? Mm. Does it deserve that? Well, because the, the effort and, and that what went into it was separate from the price for me because for the, the price is, should have been what goes into it, right? It's the whole point of it. But for me, it's the final product and what she'll think and what she'll see and what she wants. So what happened on my end was in my hands. So the effort and the value and the sure. tears and all that was in my hands to control yep. whether I wanted it to happen or not. It could have been a really easy, smooth sailing process. It could have been so much easier out, right? than, and I yeah. think that's why I'm like, I think I just, because also reflecting back on that time where we were, you know, surviving, uh, all of that ha- plays a role in reflecting back on, I don't want that energy to be part of the value. Okay. And if that yeah, if enough. that sabotaged the the piece, which is I feel it did, like well, did, it, did it actually come from an honest place? And I don't think I'll ever know because when you're in survival mode, you do everything to survive. But I didn't want to do it out of survival. I didn't want to do that piece for survival because it wasn't for me. So there's a lot of other elements that kind of come into into that. So it's like I feel like I might have may have sabotaged what could have been a better piece. All right. And that's why I feel like there's a uh, – it's taking so long to get the money as well because you might feel that. That's an interesting – interesting. Okay. Well, that's something we can definitely visit at a, at a future point then about Bryce and having – getting in touch with her and, and having a discussion. Mm. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Well, all right. As it then applies to my situation, trying to think about – yeah, me charging, putting myself out there like that. Mm-hmm. It, it would absolutely be fear. It would be fear that would make me discount it. Fear of of having that transaction because, like I said, it's it's not something I've ever done before. It's not something I'm massively comfortable with. So, yeah, is that if, if me discounting it to placate that fear is that going to diminish the value? And it's because it's not about the money. It's it's not about to me. It's not about receiving the full money. But the for money it, right? is the block. That's all it is. So, if we're talking about success, for me, my measure of success with this isn't, it's not the financial reimbursement for it. Yeah. 
So you looking at your art as financial being success, uh, being successfully in a, in the financial field for me it's not it's not about it's not about what I can get for it. Mm-hmm. For me, it's about I want to share this with as many people as possible because I know how much it's helped me and I know how much it's helped those that I have worked with and I want to share that around because I feel like I've got something brilliant here and I want to be able to, I, w- I want to see someone else experience that. I want to see someone else experience that joy, experience that excitement. So why are you afraid that maybe a thousand people will say yes? Like if, I think if you want saying, more people at the start, right? It, yeah. So I, this is probably these are probably two different things, mm-hmm. right? So it's the fear of asking for the money, but then it's the fear of, like I was saying as well, me not being able to do it justice. And so I call that sort of a fear of success because I guess the idea then for me is success would be having, uh, you know, numerous, uh, many, many people wanting the service. And also really getting it the most out of it as possible, getting as much out of it as I do every single time I get paid. Every single time I do something financial, whether I spend something or I get something or, or you know, I, I, I alter the plan and the forecast and everything, right? I just, just, I just love it, right? And it's really helped to, to, for me to project forward and achieve the things that are necessary to us financially into the, you know, the near too distant future. And so, I want to... I, I want to be able to put that out there in a way that people can utilize it to the fullest of its potential. Okay. And so, if I get all these all these clients that come in, am I going to be able to stretch myself across all of them so that every single person is going to be able to get the most out of it possible and achieve their fullest potential and use it to its fullest potential? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if I have all these people there, I, I, I perhaps I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to give them the best of it and they're not going to get the most out of it. And so maybe there needs to be a limit on how many people I have. But at this point with everyone that I've worked with at work, it hasn't actually been an issue. And I don't know if it hasn't been an issue because I haven't been inundated with with dozens of people all at once wanting it. I don't think it matters. I don't know if it matters. And the reason I'm not too sure if it matters because the way I've set it up, the model for how I go about delivering the service is for me, it seems pretty sustainable. It's just one two-hour consult straight up. And then after that, it's kind of more or less just just liaising yeah. and providing help and and education and being there, right? Mm-hmm. But that's something that doesn't have to be face-to-face, just be over Zoom or whatever. Maybe it's just a text conversation, right? Yep. So, it's more or less just is my schedule, am I going to be able to have book everyone, you know, in? I feel like it's just more fear, and just I, like and another the, layer of fear. As there. I talk about it, it's sort of yeah. it, it's seeming to kind of unravel but a that, lot of that. But that's how you need to see it and feel and hear it yourself yeah. as you're talking. And just just quickly, yep, I just ahead. wanted to quickly say as well. So, if that be my measure of success, the amount of people that I can work with, the amount of people that can get the most out of it, as much even maybe teach me about things that I could go about doing it. You know, so some some people that I've worked with have actually shown me how to use elements of Excel, shown me how I can think about approaching things, and I love that. I love that I'm continuing to learn as I'm as I'm teaching others. Yeah. Right? So for me, it's it's not actually about the money. It's it's the money is is just a value. It's just an amount that needs to be put on the transaction, yep. so that it does a, the service justice. So it does everything that's gone into creating it and delivering it. That has that's done adequate justice. Yep. Uh, but also, you know, so that I can live and I can actually acquire and expand myself to give myself the ability to reach more people, mm-hmm. right? Because. I want this to take over financially from my from the job, my yep. day job. Yep. So I need to make sure that also there's enough there that I can get from this service so that I'm actually not only able to survive and cover the cost of living and mm-hmm. go about our day-to-day lives, but also so I can expand it so I can reach more people. Yep. So that to me is what's going into the price as well. All yep. those types of different considerations. Yep. So me perhaps discounting it is just out of fear because I haven't I haven't done this thing before and perhaps when I think about the idea of a fear of success I'm, my, my fear of actually getting all these people this attention, actually getting people interested yeah. probably actually boils down to my fear of inadequately being able to provide the service which actually is probably a fear of failing in delivery <laughs> so the fear of success is probably just a veneer over and over a, a fear of failure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Sorry. I'll, I'll, no, no. No, have, good. You have the no, mic now. Because, I just wanted to get that out. <laughs> no, but good. You have to because you're the one who has to hear yourself saying yeah. all these things because that's how that's how you learn anyway. Yeah. You've got to talk it out. Um. All right. So more people means more money essentially. So more people that you work with, and this goes just, just quickly to that, what you just said about, you know, am I going to be able to handle all those people? It's like but those – that actually 
will um, help you achieve the success of no longer having a day job and having the time that opens up the time for you to because you're just casual now. So you can you can go down to three days. At the moment, if, yeah. At the moment. Do you know what I mean? Although they are asking me for full time. So they are. So but this is creeping up. So but you want this so much. It's like, well, more people, if you put yourself out there in a community and you get 50 people, for example, that should be more exciting and feel more exciting because you're moving toward a goal of leaving your day job for the, the work that you really want to do. Yeah. So that's just first thing, firstly. Can I can I respond to that? Go for it. Uh, yeah, and when you say that, what, what immediately springs to my mind is yeah. the balance between the two. So yep. for me, there's probably actually an element of fear of going, if I cut back on the shifts, right, or if I cut back on the hours that I'm working at the day job, mm-hmm. but I don't get a corresponding client or couple of clients, right, I'm reducing the income that I get. And so that's going to... It's going to significantly reduce our, our financial possibilities. Not right? if they're a paying client. But if they're a paying client, then different then different story. That's what I'm, that's right? what I'm talking so it's about. It's about, More about pe- finding so that's that balance. I'm, yeah. Because I'm, I'm so used to being able to go to an employer and say, here's my labor. I'll take my my hourly you know, wage. Yeah, Thank of, you very much. Yeah, but, but you can with, also think of it the same, the same but way. But with, with this, it's like, oh, but the employer, they're the ones that are already gone out and they've they've got the the clientele they've got the clientele they've got the work they've given me the tools i just have to apply my labor to it yeah and then i get an income from it so sure. they've already done all that work i just get to come in at the end and tie up the you know the the loose ends right totally but okay. for me being doing my own work i'm the one that has to go out and do all that i'm the one that has to go out and get the clientele get get it all and then deliver it too right so it's all in my hands yeah. and that's something that that is, oh my God, that is, that's really daunting. It, 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 there are so many elements of it that are completely, yeah. like like you just were saying, very exciting. I am very excited about that. Yeah. That would be a, an incredible gauge of my success to be able to, you know, cut back the hours. If I can start reducing the hours that I'm working at the day job, then that is a measure of success because it means that I'm doing that in order to service clients that I've gotten for my own, my own, uh, my own work. That's right. And so, you achieve yeah. your goal that you want to actually so it's do just- that. It's, it's a balance, balance, balance between also, the two. Yeah, because I'm like, there are so many elements in that too. Like, if you could, if you had one one person responding to you, or even one of the guys at work says, "Yeah, my um, my cousin wants it, and he's happy to pay full price." And you start, and then you're like, "Oh, okay." So you got to make time for that. You yeah. know, you know how much time you've got right now. So you know how many people you mm. need to fill that, um, to fill that space. You also know how long the sessions are. You also know, you know, all of that stuff. You also work in casual. So if you, there's a potential paying client, there are sacrifices that you'll need yeah, to I make. Yeah, I can absolutely take that off. That's all like. And I can sacrifice, you know, yeah. three, four hundred dollars. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, I'm just, just, just sort of like tying that off. Sacrifice, you know, three or four hundred dollars for potentially, that's you know, five, right. six times that right. for a day. So, um, or for a couple of hours, not even a day. On your, um, wrote this, came to me straight away. When um, you told me that Joe Rogan doesn't think about, doesn't like to think about, what is it? The how it's successful. Oh the success yeah, of this is ages ago. Ages, ages ago, ago. I remember he had a guest. I just saw a snippet. Back. I actually don't think I listened to the episode in full, uh, but I just saw a snippet of it on Facebook because they've got the shorts that they post on all yep. the time where they chop up their podcast and put out um, segments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a guest asked him, you know. How how did how, you- how did you become so successful? How did this? How did you do this? Basically, and he's like, I don't want to think about it because as soon as I start to think about it, I'll lose it. That's right. Yeah. So it's like getting out of your head because you're always so in your head, and you got to move back into your body with with this stuff, especially because you're thinking, you're planning, you're trying to make it happen. You want all these people to get this result, but you want the right people, and you want everyone to get the fullest. And then that comes to what Tony Robbins said is that someone asked him, "Why do you give your why do you do these huge um, uh, these huge events or you give away all this free content to millions of people? And it goes, because only 5% of them are actually going to take action. And I know that. And because it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you, if people are, uh, if you give them this and they don't, they leave it, they're not ready for it. You, you did your, your duty and you, you gave it to them. Mm. That's that's part of it. And if they've exchanged with a testimonial, if they've exchanged with money, it's done. The exchange has been done. Yeah. You cannot control how much or what people are going to do with your service. And that's that's the risk. You know, that's the risk. I want I wanted to heal everyone when I found, you know, when I started to learn theta. 
but not everyone wants to be healed. And I had to learn that. And that was really hard for me because a lot of the people that I love or some of the people that I love um, didn't want, I, I realized that they actually didn't want to be healed and they didn't want to get better and they wanted to be sick. And I had to understand that mentality. And that led me, you know, obviously back to counseling and psychology and all of that. It's like we cannot, you can't control what every client and what your audience is going to do with your service and your product and the information that you give. That's something that I learned. It's it's hard to learn that. It's really hard to take as well, especially it's something you really care about. Like we think about one of the clients that you had and he just hasn't done it. it frustrated you, right? <laughs> Made you so angry. You, you got to get used to that. Yeah, because that's sure. probably going to be a lot of the a lot of the um, population, yeah. or a lot of the um, percentage of people that are going to take your service. Because it's not just about the spreadsheet; it's a mindset. You're changing a habit. There are so many fundamentals that you are shifting within people, and if they're not ready, you have to be like, "That's okay." You have to learn how to say that's okay. But I, but maybe down the track, like the counseling course. Right, I down the track, you know, I had to let it go because I wasn't ready. But now I'm ready, you know. And a lot of the um, the feedback that I got was that you really answering these questions. You're doing so well, all this high praise. Why wouldn't I keep going? That's yeah. another fear of success. But <laughs> but I'm like, I just don't feel like. And sometimes it's it's I don't know if I'm gonna say it right. Um, sometimes you do have to let it go and it's not giving into the fear. I think it's actually also being realistic and what's real. They're, that's what I'm saying when to lower the price, but I'm not saying to lower the price because your value isn't that. I believe you're worth 20 times that with, when it comes to this work only because I, I know what, what you, has gone into it. I know what situation you were in, just like how you saw me with the piece. I saw you with this. I felt it. We were in it. There were, there were so, how many changes did we go through how many mindset changes did we go through? How different are we now because of it? That And that's five years. That's five years together of life experience, of real hard like cracking open of shit. So, yeah, that you probably couldn't put a price on We only put a price on it because, you know, money, we need, we need money to live and <laughs> it's, it's, a, um, it's a means of exchange. But really what – and that's what it kind of, kind of comes down to as well. It's that – it, with with the Joe Rogan, that's why it was kind of came up. It's like if you focus so much on wanting particular things from it, wanting the money or want wanting all this stuff, it's like, yeah, it, it does. It clouds you. It clouded me. It totally just sunk me when I started, when I was just in my head about it, trying to focus on the success and how big it was going to be and how amazing it was going to be. Because there are some uh, mentors and motivational people that are like, feel it, see it, you know, let it drive you, let it be, you know, hungry for it, hungry for it, hungry for it. But if you're not fully understanding what that means, because that is in itself, like you can want it and I wanted it and I still want it. But at the moment, I actually, it's, I, I want it in a way that's grounded and in reality. I'm not, it's not abstract anymore. It was so abstract. I just wanted this vision that would never, ever, ever come to, come to fruition because I wasn't physically doing the work. I wasn't grounding. And they they talk about action. Tony Robbins talks about action. You cannot, you can't achieve anything without taking action. You can't just talk about it. You can't just think it. You can't just dream it. You can't just draw a picture of it. You need to do it. And that's the hardest part. And when, when you understand that, like when you experience that feeling of, I'm actually not, I feel like I'm doing so much, but I'm doing nothing like what we were doing mm. over the last year. We just actually weren't doing anything. We were talking about it. We were feeling it. We were looking at it. We were dreaming it. We were you know, all of this stuff instead of actually putting into practice habits and the solutions to our problems and actually going for what we wanted and moving through that fear and going, this is how much I'm worth and I know this is what I'm worth and this is what I can give you and all the right words come out of your mouth and you're actually on fire because it's you're in your element. You know exactly what you want, why you want it. You want to be of service, complete service. Whereas, you know, before we, were, we weren't like that, you know, because mm. we, yeah, we haven't done it before. But that experience of that should 
now pivot and help us and help you to be like, I, I'm worth this. This feels like you just said, it goes back to fear of failure. So it comes around. So really it's just a cover up, this success, and then it comes back around to failure. I think what I've, what I've found I'm doing is I'm actually putting more focus into my day job and increasing the hours, uh, increasing the roles that I can do so that I can increase my, my income as well. So and I'm what's actually, that doing? Well, it's, it's taking me further and further away. It's using up more and more of my time yeah. in the side because perhaps I'm, I'm yeah, I, I don't trust that or I'm too scared to take the next step. I'm too scared to do what it takes to put myself out there in this in this way. And I'm not, I'm clipping the wings right before I've even given the bird a chance to fly. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, you know, I'm, 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 I'm stifling it. I'm the one that's squashing it. And I'm doing that and by, by increasing my day job, hours increasing all that stuff there and and it is yeah it's absolutely taking me away from it so it's it's been really important i think to just talk this out a bit i need to i know what i need to push through and i don't think i'll discount i think i'll put it out there as it is and just see how it's received just take it step step by step i think what i'll do is create i've already basically got the post I was, I've already created a text, a text message that's a sort of part sales, part exp- like description of the service and what, what to expect. So that to me seems perfect, succinct enough for a post just to just to t- sort of pique the curiosity and the interest. And I can put that out there. I don't even, I'm not even planning on putting the price in the post. I actually no, no, just wanted to. to put the post out there just so that people were aware that I existed. Mm-hmm. And that perhaps there is a, there is an alternative way they can approach their, their their income and approach their finances. So that I think is what I pretty much like I said I've already got it there. All I actually have to do is just copy and paste it into a Facebook post into a into a community group and put it out there. That for me I think is what I'm that that's the next step. And just just go, okay, it's out there, it's done. Do you feel That's different it. about saying that now than you did at the beginning of the podcast? I think so. I it's the fear's still there. Yeah. The fear is still there, but it's less murky. Mm. The, the waters are calmer. You can understand why you're afraid of it. Yeah. I mean, I am looking and going, what what is what is my fear? What's what's my biggest concern? Yeah, there's a financial concern there as in, you know, asking for money in transaction. And there's a fear there of can I deal with it if I actually do get people that are interested. And I'm never going to know until I'm in the situation for starters, obviously. But I've just got I've just got to back myself. I've just got to put it out there. I believe in it. And if I really do believe in it, I've got to stop clipping its wings and putting my focus into my day job instead of into what I really want to do. And I've just got to, I've just got to do it. I've just I've just got to you know punch through that barrier and just see what happens. Baby steps after that. Yeah. If I get interest, and then people say, "What do you do?" Well, then I already already had a next step because I had a, a guy at work uh, the other day. He said his partner might be really interested in it, yeah. and so I said, "I've got a text. I'll send you a text. Mail it over if you want to go forward with it. We can set up a Zoom call, and it's no obligation, no cost. Let's just have a chat about your situation. A chat about." Who I am, how I how I came to this, this uh, this service, so that we can both sort of understand each other. We can both understand what we can get out of each other, and are we the right fit mm. for your particular situation? And that's that's no cost. It doesn't cost anything. And then if we decide from there, if, if the the potential client goes, yeah, okay, cool, I want to go forward with it. What's the cost? Then we can have a then we can have a conversation about it. Then yep. After after all the the selling and the and the explanation and all that kind of stuff's done and they know what they're actually potentially paying for. Yeah. And then we can have a discussion about what they're what they're paying. Beautiful. So for me, I actually already kind of know the sequence at that point. And then I think it's going to be easier then knowing that, right? If I do get someone the interest. And then after that, if they go, yeah, cool, pay it, done. And then this PDF that I've been agonizing over, this content beforehand that I've been agonizing over, then I've actually got a legitimate a person that I have to respond to, that I have to have this content for, yeah. and I think that potentially is going to be that the, that fire that'll be lit, that mm-hmm. passion, that energy that I'm going to have then to create that and to make something of it. And I think that's the impetus that I'll, I will need to get on with with creating the pre stuff because, as it stands, as it is right now, I don't feel that <clears throat> compulsion towards it because I'm not responding to anything. Mm. I'm just sort of making it 
in the I'd just be making it in the hopes that it actually is relevant to a particular client or when the reality comes where I've got a paying client where this would be relevant for hopefully it's it's actually I'm in the ballpark of what I need but if I've actually got a client there and I know what the sort of needs are I know what's relevant because I know what's relevant but it's being in a situation where I'll be applying it to a paid client would be a different story. Where yeah, I was going like, to say, don't use like actual client and because you've got clients. Yeah, yeah. And they're still people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, paid clients. Sorry, paid, that's what I'm talking clients, about yeah. here. So, Just to clear that up. yeah, yeah. And I, grew, I wasn't thinking about that. So, no, thank yeah. you for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I yeah, understand because you're moving into with that real, so real Then it would feel more organic. It would feel more real. And I'm not just trying to contrive, I'm not just contriving something for them. So, I think going forward, I just have to, I have to in my head just get enough. And I think that's where I have to break that barrier, overcome that barrier and just just put myself out of my comfort zone mm. and just see what happens. Maybe nothing will happen. Maybe a lot will happen, but I'll never know if I don't, until I do it. That's true. So, I think that's kind of where I'm at at this point. Because I'm, I'm glad you're not lowering your price because, um, and I'm glad that we cleared up what your measure of success is for this and what my measure of success was for my art too because I think that gave you because I'm like I'm, I'm, I don't feel like I'm discounting I feel like I've sabotaged mm. and for you it's like you're like no we'll be discounting I will be halving my value because I believe that it's even more and so I'm glad that you've decided to actually stand tall and back yourself because that's the that's the guy I miss when it comes to this work Another thing, we haven't really had that much time to have our like coaching sessions that we actually planned because, yeah, you've taken on more work. We haven't had that much time together. You've been working longer hours. We get tired in the morning. Our mornings are slow and there are just other things that have kind of come up. And I've noticed, but I'm really glad you picked up on that as well because, you know, you'll you'll have to figure it out because it's like what where are your priorities? What do you really want to focus on? Do you want, what do you want? Do you want more hours? Do you want more time away from this work and me and the baby and everything? Or do you really want to make this happen? And you've chosen that. Mm. And it's about making all those shifts, those necessary, taking those necessary steps to just clean all that up. And I'm, yeah, I'm really glad and proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. I mean, it's, it's such an obvious thing to go, well, of course I want to have more time with you and the baby and, and I want to be doing this work. And anyone would say that yeah. about anything that they're doing, that they're sort of passionate about. But then obviously we know once it actually comes to doing it, it's it's a very different story. You're yeah. met with these types of roadblocks. It's like so. what sacrifices. <clears throat> it's like we're just going to make the sacrifice. You know, it's more money, you know, but, you know, you're focusing because you're not afraid of money because – you're working more. No, no, I'm not and afraid you're, of money. You know, you're, you're not afraid of money. So that's because I know what I do with it. Totally, you so. know exactly what you do with it. It's got a place. It yeah. knows and it knows where it's going to. Yeah. So, with with that, it's um, uh, yeah, it's like because I'm like, it's not, it's not, it is about the money, but it's not about the money. It's, it has to be something. It's else. about a different element of it's the a, money. It's yeah. not about the money itself, as no. in having all this these numbers piling up in the account. No, it's it's, it's about actually having a transaction. Yeah, but yeah. it's also a lifestyle change too. Not going from a nine to five job and going to uh, yeah, actually working from home, having a bit more time, being in being in control of your own of your own work, which yeah. you, you really need to have a bit more control over your life a little bit. I want that. Otherwise, you freak out. And you don't know what to do and you lose yourself. So there is a level of certainty that you do need to have and you, you're working it out and I like that. Thanks. Well, thank you for helping me work it out. There back, was a little babe. bit more I was going to say about oh, I think I'll just leave it. I think that's enough. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to quickly you wanted to add? Um, oh, if you did want to um, have more people and you wanted just to give this to more people, that's when the course comes in. Yeah. But I, I think I need the experience of working totally. with people in order to absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. Concept. But I'm like, that's yeah. that to just you know plant that. That's because I'm thinking because it was yeah, it was, it was also tossing up. Like I oh, know I've got things, I've got aspirations. I do want to turn this into a course. Yeah, but I'm like, how's that going to come about more organically too? And well, I think right. that yeah. that's I to need to actually work with people, work with as many people as possible you know exactly for, for a good period of time as well. Before yeah, so that I can refine and know exactly what I, how I could go about delivery. Yeah. Because as I work with more more people, I will hone hone my delivery more and more and more and more. So I'll get better. And you at have that. already with the. I am. Oh, that's it. I have absolutely. I already already am honing. overnight. Yeah, overnight you just keep shifting and shifting. So and shifting. imagine you know potentially having like triple figure triple figure clients 
imagine how much how much more refined and honed it will all be then. Absolutely. And it'll be so much so much better for a course mm. then right than now. And I'm not I'm not putting it off because I'm afraid of it. No. I'm putting it off because I, I want more experience. I need what I would think would be relevant experience so that I could actually do the best job possible for creating a successful course. Yeah. One that gets people. So yeah. So Amazing. I know I know that I know where that fits in yep. now. Yeah. The next step is actually putting myself out there to more people. Because yeah. so many, uh, numerous guys at work have asked, have you put yourself out there? Have you asked? Yeah. Have, you, have you advertised? What have you done, yeah. Yeah, and I haven't. And that's so, something to respond to. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I get there. Anyway, I will, yes, look into doing that quickly and just put my own my own comfort zone aside, but we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there. If you enjoyed the perhaps change in tone or direction of the episode, the change of the aesthetic too, if you wanted to comment on the boom arms, please, please uh, let us know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please uh, consider liking and subscribing to whatever channel it is that you're listening on or watching on. If you appreciated the conversation, if you appreciated the content, that would help us out a lot. And also share us around too, because if uh, – if you can relate to this conversation or if you know someone that can relate to this conversation, perhaps we could all benefit from each other's shared experience. So that would be great. So feel free to like, subscribe and share us around. That would help us out a lot and be very, very grateful. If you wanted to get in touch with us about anything to do with the conversation that we've had today, uh, if you wanted to share your experience or comment on ours, yeah, we would love to hear from you. If you wanted to get in touch with me about my service and perhaps if I can be a good fit for you with what it is that I can provide, uh, you can get in touch with the email address itppc at protonmail.com or you can direct message me on Instagram at logan.d.gray where we can share afterwards more formal contact info and go from there. And my details are in the show notes. Yeah, all these, all that, all those details are in the show notes. So just check them out and uh, get in touch if you want. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Yes.